Welcome to Yo 11 Minutes. Yo 11 Minutes, mostly Vegas, no BS, casino experience, and more. Today's episode, Extreme Atlantic City Food Porn. Uh, Michael Traeger is the host of the show. He's also a casino and travel loyalty expert who also helps people turn their travel dreams into reality. And now, Michael Traeger. How's it going, Michael? It's going great. How's it going with you? It's going well. Thank you very much for asking. Hope you enjoyed your Wednesday today. It's a rainy yet warm Wednesday in Charlotte. But we're talking about Atlantic City food porn. So. All words that are very interesting to me. I can't really segue into the next news story from that. So it is time for the news and views. Old Red Las Vegas, a bar, restaurant, and live music venue forged by country star Blake Shelton, has officially opened on the Strip. The brand new four-story entertainment venue is now the largest among six Old Red locations at 27,000 square feet and 686 seats with a 4,500 square foot rooftop where a guest can enjoy awesome views of the Las Vegas cityscape. Old Red Las Vegas features three interior bars, a rooftop bar, two stages, a 16 feet wide and 37 feet high LED video wall, a retail area, and a VIP experience with event space for groups. The venue showcases live music with state-of-the-art acoustics and lighting for a concert-quality music experience seven days a week. The debut lineup for opening week included premier country acts from Nashville alongside fan-favorite bands and DJs from Las Vegas. Old Red is located on Flamingo and Las Vegas Boulevard, right outside Horseshoe, formerly Ballets. And that's going to do it for the news. And now for the views, Michael, what are your thoughts? So it's called, is it like Ole Red? How do you, how do you say this? Oh, oh, it's country. I got old red. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got it. So what's the, so what does the red signify? I, I think it came from a song of his. There was a lyric. And one of his songs that said, Old Red is itching for something. I don't know what his Old Red is, but uh, it came from a lyric of one of his songs from what I read. And so that's where it got the name. That's uh, It's got six other locations, I think. Um, you know, five okay. other Old Red locations. Uh, I know he's got one in Nashville. Uh, I don't know where the other ones are, but of course, since it's Las Vegas, the largest one is out here in Las Vegas because for some reason we have to do everything really, really big for one reason or another. Yeah, never would never would have known that. So it's it's old red. Old is that kind of old red. Old. Okay. I was curious because I, I had seen a lot of stuff on the X verse out there where people were talking about it and I wasn't really I wasn't really sure about it and I was sort of curious about the red part. I thought maybe the red was like aiming at the Asian gaming demographic. I probably have Bagra. <laughs> oh lucky dragon. <laughs> oh red. Oh red. Ooh, my Palm Springs sign came down. There it is. Woo. Anyway, so that's uh, so it, it wasn't. It's it's all red. Okay, yes. good, good. Okay, so now that I'm clear, it sounds pretty cool. I love this whole idea with, uh, I love this like entertainment kind of venue thing. That's pretty cool as long as it's not too loud. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they have a a noise limit after 
3 a.m. or something. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Fremont's, I think, is two, where the noise is supposed to stop at three or so. I don't I don't know. It's a whole thing. All right. So you've got some you've got some uh food porn uh talk and images for us. For those who are listening to the audio podcast, we're going to highly recommend. I say highly, I got the h in it. I highly recommend <laughs> that you check out the video to this episode. Um, unless you just like hearing descriptions of food without without having to see it. I don't know. Uh, but that's pretty much what is on the tease for today. So without further ado, it is time for the tease. Here we go. We're starting our Atlantic City journey with a wonderful bone-in veal parmesan at Chef Vola's, which is that restaurant that's off of the Atlantic City boardwalk, which is actually near the Ritz Hotel where Nookie Johnson was. And we're going to see a couple of pictures right now of that. This is when I go beep. <laughs> We try to figure out how to do this slideshow. Oh, there we go. Ooh, there's the banana cream. Uh, there's the banana cream pie, which is pretty cool, which Frank Sinatra said that he wanted to be buried with. And Chef Volas delivers the check in this cool little box. And it was a really outstanding dinner, even though we arrived a little bit late. But it's pretty cool. And it was a great venue. And there's a lot of great slides of this is the dining room downstairs we sat on the porch but this is the dining room that's downstairs and there's a whole bunch of memorabilia on the walls and they actually did film from boardwalk empire in this restaurant uh and that's because nook johnson actually did live you know just a few blocks away so it's been around since 1920 really great food very traditional you know lots of great pastas lots of great meat dishes highly recommend it and what we're going to yeah the pictures are the pictures on the walls are great and now that we're finishing up with chef volas we're going to move on to our next food porn destination and let's see where that oh look there's the veal parmesan again <laughs> that's uh that came up again but we're moving on we're moving on from chef volas right now so let's let's see where let's see where this brings us which should probably bring us to council oak if i remember correctly so let's see nope it is not liking the uh 91 images that <laughs> That have been loaded up for this slideshow one bit. Um, huh. Well, there's the pasta and that, and we went through all the Chef Volas pictures, so those worked out fine. And then the other pictures did not work That's out That's interesting. Hmm. <clears throat> All right. Well, I need to. I'll try something on my end. Why don't you just entertain us with a wild, crazy uh, Atlantic City story while I try to figure this this this. Whole well, what thing I'm going out. to do is I'm going to step through. I'm going to step through what all the 
what all the photos, what all the photos were, and and then we can sort of we can sort of go we can go sort of go from there. So after after Chef Vola's, we had a wonderful dinner at Council Oak, which started with one of my favorite uh, blue cheese stuffed olive martinis, and then we got some wonderful seafood towers as well as caviar with the seafood towers. Really great, really great stuff, especially the caviar, which was quite a surprise. And what was also really cool that they had these little, these little towels that they that sort of exploded when you put water on them so that was pretty cool so between the appetizers and the entrees i had a wonderful chicken lots of pictures of some of the steaks and the sides including lobster mac and cheese which was just wonderful and also lots of desserts and birthday cakes for the celebration and additional pictures of the steaks but it was a great venue then the next place we were moving on to was having brunch at Society Lounge, which is the Noir Lounge, and you'll see a bunch of pictures and my espresso there, and it is a beautiful VIP lounge. And as you know, Atlantic City is all about VIP lounges, and they had a wonderful buffet spread as well as cooked to order eggs, but lots of great stuff. Great Italian sausages. I gotta really ask you good a, bacon. I gotta ask you a question. If you look at your screen right now, is that is that caviar? Yes. Ugh. But it was delicious, right? It was very delicious. Good. And there's to know. a seafood towel. Yeah. Yep. I'm going old school here to get the pictures up, but we should be okay. Okay. Well, I spoke about most of these already. Look at those hot towels, though. That was pretty cool. That's a good idea. You gotta have, wow. Yeah. So, wow. They, wait, those are hot towels on lemon slices. Yes, and when you pour the hot water over them, bing, they sort of like blow up, and you've got these great hot towels. Interesting. All right. Ooh, that looks good. Yeah, it was really good. And threw in some steaks there. Lots of steaks, lots of garlic, really nice garlic. And the sides. Don't forget about the sides. Mm. Yeah, really, really good sides. Very, very food porn picture worthy. And the desserts were great. And if you look at it, one of the cakes was actually made to look like a stack of pancakes. Oh, wow. Check that out. Wow. Does it look like pancakes? It isn't pancakes. It's a cake. <laughs> made to look like a stack of pancakes. That's clever. Yeah, isn't that cool? And another picture. I ended with a picture of a steak. It's because people send me pictures and some of them are out of order. <laughs> and this is the Society Lounge, which I started to talk about, which okay. is the VIP Lounge. Yeah, and it's a really, really nice, super nice space, super nice bar pouring Moet non-vintage champagne, and they do cook-to-order eggs, so everything there is great. Pastries, just just a really good, really, really good VIP lounge. Obviously, it's should be good because it's only for MGM Noir, which is black card, so it's rather exclusive to get in there. But if you're friends with Noirs, you mm. can get in, and they allow guests so that is pretty cool they also have great lox and white fish salad and sable and all that so all of that like kosher 
Jewish appetizing stuff, but oh, wow. really, really nice, really, really nice brunch uh, buffet. And then what's going to come right after this? Oh. Ah, you see the lock. See the locks. Ooh, what's what's going to come after this is actually the second brunch of our day, uh, if you can believe that. We did two brunches. Wow. <laughs> and this was this was brunch. This is brunch number one. Seriously, food. Serious, serious food coma. But you're going to see the start of the next brunch in a moment. How to get a picture to bacon. By the way, perfect bacon. Really, really perfect bacon. Uh, it, it, was, it was crispy, yet not too crispy. I don't know how they did it, but quite impressive. And the start of the next pictures will be an ice sculpture. And that'll tell you we're getting. That's outside their lounge. That's my, those are my friends. Those are my noir. Those are my noir friends getting okay. me into this. The lounge is called Society, by the way. There are two uh, lounges at Borgata. There's Society and Amphora. Ah, second brunch is on the way. And this was in a magnificent brunch at Council Oak where we had dinner the night before. You saw the dinner, just saw the dinner on that. And that is the ice sculpture there. And this brunch is way over the top. And I think you could just you could just go through some of the pictures, but it's just crazy. Seafood stations, I mean, everything. Like un the amount of the amount of food was absolutely crazy. And the amount of desserts was absolutely crazy. A mind blowing brunch also lots of different eggs benedicts you could get oh my goodness there were all kinds of eggs benedicts there's a little menu which is going to come up in a moment it it just was absolutely crazy you know beef carvings i mean anything that you could dream of which was on this on this brunch and i actually didn't have that much because it was brunch number two but the food was absolutely magnificent they also had these amazing cinnamon buns that we're going to see in a moment. And that was absolutely phenomenal because they come over to your table and they pour that wonderful frosting on top of the cinnamon wow. buns. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Crazy food. Crazy, crazy town food. And I think the Benedict that you're going to see in a moment is a crab uh eggs benedict and the fries were amazing too yeah they had all they, so they had a menu on top of all of that other buffet food absolutely crazy i mean truly truly counts as uh food as food porn and just over the top really really good and that's at council oak at hard rock i highly suggest their brunch this was a special weekend that they were open for a special reason, I don't, I can't tell you exactly the reason, unfortunately, but it's regularly open in the summer and it's really good. And they have a knife wall. <laughs> so all of their VIP guests have their names on knives. And I knew I took this just from Avestro. So Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> three pictures of the knife wall. So that's pretty cool. And they're all etched in the blade. That is. Wow. There you go. You were talking about steak knives. Yeah. So, you know, we keep to the theme. Once a week, we bring up the steak knife. There we go. And the next one we're rolling into is Kuro. And I think you're looking at those uh, those peppers, shishito peppers with, uh, with cheese on them. Hmm. And Kuro is the Asian restaurant at 
hard rock. And it was really, really yummy. Once again, martini, martini with olives. That's me, Belvedere. Simple, fresh, beautiful. And the sushi sashimi was absolutely phenomenal at this restaurant. And we got a omakase platter that we shared amongst ourselves, which was really, really nice with lots of great sashimi, which you'll see in my a goodness. moment. Yeah. But just really, really, I can't even tell. Oh, my God. That's the omakase. But there, there's so much interesting fresh fish there. There's a different type of yellowtail. There was just really, really good stuff. Uh, I can't even tell you what everything was, but absolutely fabulous. And there's uni, sea urchin. Love my uni, sea urchin. So everything's super fresh, very, very well presented, very well made. You really, just such an enjoyable just such an enjoyable Japanese restaurant. I highly recommend it. That is Kuro at the Hard Rock. So once again, you know, more Hard Rock dining. I heard great things about this place and I definitely suggest it. They also have Wagyu beef and a lot of other, you know, a lot of other cooked entrees. So even if you're not into the sushi sashimi thing, I highly recommend Kuro. And then the next restaurant we're going to run into is where we went for uh, breakfast was at Gilchrist. Oh, and yeah, woo, you went by it and it's beautiful. It's in Gardner's Basin. They have a couple of locations. I'll try, I'll put all these restaurants in the show notes and you can see a beautiful, that's a picture of the Marina District. So you're looking right there at, you know, smack dab at Borgata, which is really, really cool. And this is just a super simple, great, reasonably priced breakfast place usually is jammed but it's the winter season only dining indoors obviously and can you tell what that is next to my ex a brownie scrapple what the hell is scrapple oh man you see you see this is not supposed to happen you're supposed to know what that is i yeah we don't we don't do a script on this show bro so uh I just I just figured you know what Scrapple is because I Scrapple. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh so Scrapple, also known as uh Panhas, is traditionally a mush of pork scraps and trimmings combined with cornmeal and wheat flour, often buckwheat flour and spices. The mush is formed into a semi-solid set loaf, and slices of scrapple are then pan-fried before serving. So it's wow. a Pennsylvania Dutch thing. Oh, I see. Okay. Was it good? like a breakfast meat? It's almost like, you know, to me, it seems like the kind of thing, like if you took, if you took corned beef and you put it into a, uh, into a, like into a patty. Okay. Yeah. And also the blueberry pancakes topped tops at this place. Really, really good blueberry pancakes. Mm. Absolutely phenomenal. That's a lot of blueberries. Mm. Gilcrest is great. Gardner's Mason location. One of my favorites. Definitely somewhere to go to breakfast. Like I said, I'll put it in the show notes and you can see the place right there. So super cool. Once again, that's outside of the casino. So we've got Chef Voya, Chef Volos also, which was outside of the casino. And then this is the noodle bar at the final, the final food porn presentation is the noodle bar 
at Hard Rock, which is super yummy. And I show a couple of clips of the menu, mostly because they have one of the most expensive wine lists I've ever seen in my entire life for a noodle bar, where they have bottles of Opus and Dom Perignon. So if you happen to want that with your noodles or Chinese food, they've got that. And this is really, really good. We got really good yakitori. I got really good General Sal's chicken and really good wings. So great stuff there, you know, and also really good uh, Chinese broccoli. The wings were super, super excellent. Mm. Everything there was excellent. So that was another, you know, another great meal. And that's the noodle bar. It's It starts with a Y at Hard Rock, and I don't know how to pronounce it. Let's see. Hard Rock AC Noodle Bar. It's called UU. Y-O-U-Y-U. So it's UU Noodle Bar and highly recommended. Also another great another great place uh, for a meal. And that yakitori stuff was really, really good. And that's it. That's the end of my food tour. So any questions? Anything that anything that really like struck you as things something that you would really like, Mocastro? Of all the things, this might be difficult, but of all the things that you've taken pictures of for this, that you've eaten uh when you were there, what is the one thing that stands out the most? The things that stood out really stood out the most to me were if you ask me about individual things, the bone-in uh, veal parmesan at Chef Vola's, absolutely amazing. That omakase platter at at Kuro was was also absolutely amazing. I think the thing I liked also, I love the seafood platter and everything at Council Oak at the dinner we went to, and I guess the final thing is I really love the sable and whitefish stuff at the Society Lounge. So a lot of lot of really lot of really good things. But there were just too many good things to like say that there was just one thing. Oh, and the pancakes, the blueberry can- pan- pancakes in the morning. That was really really good. So All right. So you're going to put all those things in the uh the show notes so that people can uh check it out when next time they are in uh in Atlantic City. It sounds yeah. like it sounds like all that is in Vegas. It might be, but not those establishments. But yeah, that I I never I, today I learned what Scrapple was. I never I've never heard of it. Yeah, and know. I didn't really know. I knew it was like a breakfast a breakfast meat kind of thing. I I think I've only had it once before. I think what's also interesting about this trip is that we had the combination of of casino restaurants and non-casino restaurants and also hitting up one lounge. So that was, I would say that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty cool. And that's, I think, something that's also interesting to do in Vegas too, you know, to hit places that are outside of the casino and that little combination of of different places. So that was that was pretty cool. Very, 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 very enjoyable. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. Luxury travel booking, travel zork travel. Be sure to check us out on social media. You can find us easily as all social platforms are at travel zork. And be sure to check out travel zork for your next amazing vacation. There's a lot of stuff on the travel zork website. If you go there, a lot of different things and stuff like that. And Vegas experts and everything. Just go there. Check it out. It's travel zork. Plan your vacation. Do it with freaking travel zork. 
What's so freaking difficult? I'm messing with you. Everybody have a good one. We'll see you next time.